Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Inspired Ideas. I'm Carla, here for all the ideas. And today's episode is less about ideas, but more about how we approach those ideas. It's part uh, it's the part of entrepreneurship that I don't feel is talked about enough, but is so prevalent in every aspect of our creative work. Ready? Well, let's go. Welcome to Inspired Ideas, a podcast about branding for creative entrepreneurs. I'm Carla Colahan, a creative director and brand designer dedicated to sharing strategic brand advice that helps you grow as a person alongside your business. Part brand coaching, part brand strategy, and part dreamy brainstorming. This podcast is all about giving you the inspiration to run your business in a way that feels as good as it looks. So join me for solo deep dives and collaborative conversations that will give you energy and excitement to tackle your own inspired ideas. Thanks for being here. Okay, so this thing that is prevalent that we don't talk about is this idea of non-attachment, of detaching from the outcome, right? I've been practicing a lot of non-attachment lately in my life. I've just been reflecting on how attachment just is a gateway for suffering, kind of in the Buddhist sense of suffering. And I find this most often with experiences, like tour, for instance, Um, if you've never heard me talk about my other life as a musician, I recently got back from a two week tour with a Swedish band. Um, and we play folk music and it's amazing. Um, but I'm really attached to touring, to being on tour, to preparing for tour. Like I spend half a year preparing for tour and then it's two weeks and then it's done. Um, you know, we have a name for what we call like being what it feels like to be on tour. It's our tour bubble, right? It's like regular life just doesn't exist. We're in this groove of being on the road and sleeping less and trying to still take care of ourselves and do our jobs well and and loving it. And, you know, for some artists, touring really is a way of life, like like Taylor Swift, (laughs) you know, (laughs) just touring all the time, all the time. But for us, you know, it's something that only happens a couple of times a year. You know, we've got other things going on. Olivia's got two kids and another job. I've got the Inspired Foundry and a fur fam talking about my two golden retrievers, um, the guys we tour with all have families and other jobs teaching. Um, you can actually go back and listen to an episode where I coerced the guitarist, Harold Nilsson, to chat with me about his photography work as we were on tour in Sweden earlier this summer. Um, but, you know, when we're together on tour, we're all in every moment. And that feeling is absolutely intoxicating. It's very hard to let go of when tour is over. So in order to mitigate my post-show blues, um, quite literally, like after, after tours over, it's like depression hits, um, and I don't want to live my life that way, right? So I've been practicing this non-attachment thing as it relates to things like tour, and in moments where I'm able to kind of detach from the outcome, not hold it quite so tightly, things feel so much easier. I feel like I can actually enjoy the moment. And when I find myself getting caught in attachment, then there's frustration. There's disappointment. Right? There's there's unhappiness at something. And usually it's, um, when it comes to tour anyway, it's like expecting things to go a certain way, being disappointed when they didn't, whether that's like how many people showed up for the show or merch sales or... Um, 
I, you know, I don't know. It's kind of just a lesson for life in general. (laughs) Pretty much anything when we get caught in our expectations for something or thinking that the outcome will be a certain way, we're going to be disappointed. We're just setting ourselves up for disappointment, right? It's the same in relationships. It's the same in creativity and it's the same in business, right? So in doing just a little bit of research on attachment um, or non-attachment, attachments from psychology today are our fixated attempts to control our experience, usually through clinging to what we perceive as desirable or aversion to what we perceive as undesirable. Non-attachment, therefore, is what occurs when we can let go of the need to be in dogged control of what is occurring and can reduce our demands on the present moment to be any way in particular. So when I think about this in relation to entrepreneurship, to building a creative business, We as creative people, I feel, are especially attached to our art. And I think that's as it should be, right? I mean, we can do the shitty first draft. We can um, make all the art all the time, do it and do it and practice and practice and and just keep doing it and, and love that process and be really in that process. But the second it comes to selling what it is that we're doing, something like we expect something to happen, either we expect it to go viral or we expect it to fail. Somewhere in that spectrum, we have expectations for what's going to happen and we set ourselves up for 100% disappointment. So when we can practice something like non-attachment, here's a few examples of like how this plays out for me personally in my business. Uh, When it comes to content creation, if I can let go of the outcome and not give a care at who's looking at it or what they think, you know, it, it allows me to create content, basically. Um, it's, it's really tough to implement new strategies in business in such a public way on social media, especially if you have like family or close friends following you. You know, sometimes there's like a nagging worry about what they'll think or like if they'll bring up a piece of content I wrote for my internet audience in a real life conversation, heaven forbid, which is sometimes awkward and sometimes really rewarding. But I have to remind myself that either A, as Brene Brown reminds us, we don't need to worry about the opinion, the opinions of other people who aren't in the arena with us. And B, put that energy you're spending worrying about other people's opinions of you into doing more of what you love to do. So rather than waste time worrying, spend time doing the things that you enjoy, or at least working on the business, right? Non-attachment lets me be okay with the ups and downs in income throughout the year. And this one's a tough one for me. Um, Almost 10 years in some kind of business for myself, I have found that there are patterns throughout the year. You know, I always think like, oh, this year will be different, but it's just not. (laughs) It's never different. January is always terrible. The summer is usually pretty slow. Things pick back up again in August and it will feel like you're swimming upstream in November and December. Right? And that knowledge itself is kind of a form of non-attachment. I'm not attached to demanding certain revenue goals for myself every season. I'm not disappointed if the summer is slower because I knew it would be. Right? I'm not holding out hope that things will be different this year. If they are, that's amazing. I love that. But I will burn out quickly if I expect every season to be better or the same or magically somehow different. Can I prepare for seasons knowing what I know? Yes. 
So then maybe I can relax a little bit instead of strangling my business to make a certain goal, right? I don't have a marketing team who can do all of the things and make adjustments. And I mean, I I can do those things, but I also have to run the business and deliver the client. Like, you know, you're wearing so many hats. There's only so much you can do. Non-attachment allows you to kind of release that a little bit. It also provides a base of just kind of like this inner peace that I can return to when I feel that like sticky, desperate pull of needing to make something work and needing to make it work right now. I'm sure you've been there. That's that moment where you look at your bottom line or like how much you're going to be able to pay yourself or you just think like, oh, I need more money. I need to sell something. I need to get another job. I need to like three more clients. Like I can feel that pit in my stomach right now as I'm talking about this. Like desperation is one of the worst feelings to feel in your business. But if we can take a deep breath, like an actual deep breath, let the brain stop spinning and refocus, we can make a plan from a place of integrity, from a place of our brand strategy, right? We can say, yeah, this this doesn't feel great, but it's always ended up fine in the past. And this time will be no different. That's non-attachment, right? Non-attachment kind of feels like a way to combat the anxiety that sometimes comes with running a business. So like, let's talk about how we can practice that in our creative business. First things first, make sure you are running your business well. And here's what that means. Have systems set up for everything from money to client work, to-do lists, content creation, everything. Okay. Make sure you have, you're keeping track of things in some way. I don't care what that looks like, but just make sure you have some kind of system. Have a separate bank account for your business so that you can pay yourself from the bank account so you can keep track of expenses, all those kinds of things. Pay your quarterly estimated taxes. Just keep things organized. If you need a system, I highly recommend Notion. Send me a DM on Instagram or an email to ask me about my system because I have been loving using Notion to stay organized. The second thing I think about as far as practical things go in order to practice non-attachment is to treat your business like an experiment. My favorite phrase is, I just want to see if I can X, Y, Z, right? I just want to see if I can like book a new client this week. I just want to see if I can post every day and be consistent about it. I just want to see if I can, you know, whatever it might be. The, the goal is to like have an idea, to test that idea, to track your progress, to reflect on it so that the next idea can go through the same process and you have a system for how you are creating and putting things out in the world. That's having a business, right? The creative work is its own thing. But when you're running a business trying to make money, selling your creative work, you have to run it like a business. So that's a great way to do it. Treat it like an experiment. And then the last thing is kind of be honest with yourself about your current season of life. So attachment comes into play when we are expecting a certain outcome, right, or result. And chances are there is some element of your life that will be a barrier to that expectation or result coming to fruition, whether that's capacity, life obligations, your mental health, right? 
any number of things can kind of detract and keep us from reaching our goals. But more than that, they can keep us from seeing what's actually possible in this season of life. So we want to set goals accordingly. This is, you know, thinking about non-attachment is not to say don't set goals for your business, don't have any expectations, don't hope or plan for your business, not at all. This is saying set goals accordingly. Think about your current capacity, your current life obligations, the status of your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, right? Like all of those things affect how we're able to show up in our business day after day after day. And therefore, if we don't hit some arbitrary goal that we set for ourselves and we find that we are disappointed, we are attached to the outcome. So if at the start we can set a goal that says, you know, it is wintertime, the sun sets at two o'clock in the afternoon, I know that I'm going to be more tired. I wonder if I should set a slightly smaller goal or get creative about how I'm going to reach this goal. I want to just see if I can XYZ, right? Treat it like an experiment. I like to choose ideas that will stretch you, but not break you, right? The second you have a good idea, you want to like map it out. Think about everything it's going to take to make that happen, considering your current capacity, life obligations, physical, mental, and emotional health, right? Things that will stretch you, that will help move you forward, that will propel you into new realms of confidence and clarity, but not things that are going to run you ragged. And you might not know until you get into it, in which case you can always adjust and pivot. But being an intentional business owner means that we try to set goals for ourselves at the start that will stretch but not break, right? And then the final thing here is kind of like come back to your brand strategy as your lens. So any decision you're making, any goal you're setting, any um, idea that you have needs to be put through the filter of your brand strategy so that you are setting goals and having a, putting forth, putting out ideas, creating content that is resonating with your brand, is on brand, and is moving you in the direction that your brand vision has set forth. Yeah? Because without that, it's just throwing spaghetti at the wall. You've heard me say it a thousand times, and I will keep saying it. Without brand strategy, you're throwing spaghetti against a wall. Right? Ugh. This concept is sticky, tricky, and I'm listening to myself talk and being like, wow, Carla, you just, you really sound like you have it all figured out. And I, I don't. I have been through many a season of attachment and trying to practice non-attachment. And I just, I know from myself, I know from other business owners, I know from, you know, uh, educators online who talk about not only the importance of taking care of yourself, taking care of your mental health, but we just, I don't hear people often talking about detaching from the outcome. I have a, a new business coach as of like, I don't know, June or July of this year or something. And he talks about detaching from the outcome all the time. And it's like a breath of fresh air for me, right? Just to like think about this as an experiment. I had a different coach early on who said your creative work doesn't need to fulfill your or like your your work your business does not need to fulfill every creative impulse that you have and that was flabbergasting to me because I'm like well what's the point what is the point but the point 
if you want to make money doing what you love to do, you have to set some boundaries around it. And the best kind of boundaries are things like non-attachment, where you can step away, right, and not be emotionally attached to how things are going, to not make it mean something about you, to not make it about your worth, because that will burn you out if you are trying to prove something. I could go on and on about this, but I will stop here and say, if this is resonating with you, I would love to know. Please find me on Instagram at The Inspired Foundry. Please send me an email, Carla at TheInspiredFoundry.com. We're coming up on the holiday season and we might have a lot of expectations for how we want things to go. This is a great time to start practicing, not only in your business, but in your personal lives and in your relationships, with your creative work, with your family, you know, this is a, it's a good thing to just kind of let go, let go just a little bit, loosen our grips and relax. Okay. Okay. That's all I got for today. I'll see you next week for another episode of Inspired Ideas. Until then, cheers to you, my friend. See you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. Inspired Ideas is brought to you by my creative studio, The Inspired Foundry, the place to brainstorm, build, and brand your inspired ideas. Find out more about how we can collaborate at theinspiredfoundry.com.